Hello, and welcome to another episode of Melanated and Educated. I'm your host, Destiny, and today we are going to be talking about the season two premiere of Stargirl. Okay, so first things first, a disclaimer. If I sound kind of strange in this episode or like my voice sounds weird, um, that's, I apologize. I'm like, I have a cold. So I'm just, I might sound a little weird or I might not, but I just wanted to make like a warning note of that. But okay, season two premiere, just finished watching. And honestly, I really liked it. I think they set it up good. I like how they kept like, not kept. I like how they kind of set up everyone's stories for the season, like, I wish that they weren't all, like, struggling stories, but I think it's going to be interesting. Um, so, yeah. One thing... Okay. We're just going to get straight into it. One thing I didn't expect is for Courtney to have to go to summer school. Did not expect that. Um, at all. I didn't think Courtney was some type of genius, but I thought she figured out this work-life balance. But I clearly saw, like, in this, like, episode, she did not. So that's something. Um... Speaking of school, like, I wonder if this whole season is going to be in summer, because I kind of doubt it. Like, I really doubt it. Like, it starts on the last day of school. But, I don't know. I think this could be interesting. If it does take the entire summer, like, that would be cool. But I think that it could be cool still. It may be, like, the first half of the season, they're in summer. Or, like, the second half, they're, like, in school. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it. I just think that will be interesting to watch. But if we do go back to, like, I think, honestly, I think they will. Because the way they set it up, like, I feel like they're going to have to go back to school, like, quite soon. So, okay. Summer school, interesting, unexpected, to be honest. I didn't think Courtney was really going to fail her classes. That, that took me by surprise. And it took her by surprise, for sure. For Rick, I wonder how it's going to be for him next year. Because, you know, like, in the beginning of the episode, like, oh, maybe I should give a recap. Okay, if you've never seen Stargirl, let me tell you, there are four main characters. Well, there are four teenagers that are, like, my main characters in my mind. Like, they're the main cast. So there's Courtney, there's Rick, there's Beth, and there's Yolanda. And together they make up the Justice Society of America. Kind of. I mean, they are technically the Justice Society, but, like, no one knows them. Like, they save the world, but, like, no one, they're not famous. They're just teenagers in high school who happen to become superheroes. Um, So, yeah. Um, If you haven't seen the first season, I think you should. I think it's fun. I think it's cute. I liked it. I liked it. Um, And if you end up watching the first season and you somehow don't end up shipping our night, I just feel a little bit concerned, a little bit confused, confuzzled. Um, But I think it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. So, you know, if you do end up watching and you don't ship them, I think just watch again. And try your best to think better. (laughs) Speaking of Our Night, why was there no interaction between them the entire first episode? I just think that's something that we should fix immediately. But I did see the trailer, not trailer, but the teaser for one of the other episodes. And they're interacting. So that's great for me. Having a wonderful day. Um, Yeah. Basically, everyone is struggling in the season premiere. And I don't know how I feel about that. But at the same time, like, this is going to give us development and it's going to help the story progress. Let's start with Yolanda. Yolanda, ooh. (laughs) Yolanda is not having a great time. Poor baby. So, basically, in the last season, she ended up seriously hurting. I don't remember if she killed him or someone else did. Like, no, 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 because Mike, okay. She ended up seriously hurting a supervillain and that, like, scarred her. And she wanted to know she was any good person. And Yolanda's, like, very religious. Or her family's very religious. 
and her family kind of like they kind of abandoned her for a season after she got exposed because basically she sent her boyfriend like a like a like a topless photo like she wasn't like naked but like an underwear photo and she ended up getting slut shamed by everyone including her own family and she wasn't allowed to come to church for like a while but she started going to church a lot um in the first episode and she you know she just like sits in like the priest you know like the confession place like she sits there so it's interesting to see her actual relationship with like church because in the first season like we didn't see that at all because her family didn't allow her to go to church because she was too much of a quote-unquote sinner um i do wonder how much religion is going to play a part in her storyline this season i think that'll be interesting to watch um i wonder if we're going to see more interactions with her family i think that could be interesting too and see if they like actually start to interact with her more or not so yeah and I also think that I need Courtney to start listening to Yolanda because, okay, Courtney in the first episode was very, Courtney is stubborn, which I don't really have a problem with, but okay, here's my thing. I think that Courtney is right because Courtney is basically like, we can't start relaxing, like, because something is going to come up when we least expect it. Because if we fought all these villains, what, a couple months ago, and it's dead silent, like, that's suspicious. And everyone's like, Courtney... You just need to take a break. Everyone should be calm. And, like, I agree to a degree. But at the same time, I think Courtney's right and you should still stay alert. I don't think you should be patrolling every single night like she made them do. But I do think they should be alert. But Courtney needs to be more aware of other people's perspectives, I think, because she is so set on trying to solve the problem. But if there is no problem to appear yet, you can't start looking for problems because then you're going to just get yourself in more trouble. And I think that's going to wake her up soon. But I do think that this will be interesting. Um, So, yeah. Also, the fact that, okay, I know Stargirl technically isn't, what's it called? Is his name just Starman? I forgot. I know that Courtney's technically not really his daughter. But him showing up, like, I feel like that was really him this time. And he's looking for Pat. This could be messy. This could be interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Um, Mike. Mike is Mike. Um, the fact that... No, because if they try to include him in the, what's it called? The ISA, the Injustice Society of America? Like, that's stupid. And I hope they don't do that. But if they do, I just wonder, like, if Mike is literally the son of a superhero, why would he be included in the supervillain? Like, why would they try to recruit him? You know? Doesn't really make sense to me, but I could kind of see it happening since Pat doesn't want him to... Um, what's it called? Okay, Pat is his dad. I feel like I'm not giving you context if you haven't seen this. Pat is the dad of Mike and Courtney. Well, Courtney's stepdad. But basically, Pat was the sidekick of the original Starman who Courtney thought was her father last season before she just became Stargirl on her own and realized that he wasn't her father and that didn't really matter because she loved it. Anyway, she loved the, like, the job or whatever. Pat not including um, Mike in like the family superheroism could lead him to turn into like the Injustice Society member or whatever, I guess. But like I think that would be weird and I think that would show that Mike could never really be a part of it if he was that willing to join someone else's side just because he couldn't get what he wanted. Because aren't you like in middle school? Like you just graduated middle school, so you're probably like 14. Yeah, no. I don't know. I don't think I would trust you with like the world either. Um, <clears throat> But to be fair, like Courtney's only what, 16 or 15? Because she just finished sophomore year, so something like that. So, you know, we'll see. We will see. Um, The fact that Beth was struggling so much in this episode 
did not love that but i do think that it's going to give like opportunities for good things to happen to her later on but basically beth is dr midnight one of my favorite characters in the show she is my favorite character in the show i think and basically dr midnight has like goggles special goggles but they got broken last season and so like the ai who she talked to who was the original dr midnight doesn't remember her anymore and her life is going her life is falling apart her parents are about to get divorced her parents are about to get divorced and they constantly ignore her and I just need better for Beth. I do. I do. And none of her friends are really like, they don't know the situation and she hasn't told them yet so they can't really be there for her since they don't know and that's causing me stress. I just want her to be happy. That's all I want. Also, I want her to get like some different hair because nothing's wrong with the hair she has now and I'm glad they updated it too because um, like she has like finger coils now which is fun. It's a cute little spice it up type thing. Um, but I do want, I want her to do something a little, a little, a little wild. I don't know. I, maybe it's just because like, I personally don't know someone who always wears their natural hair in the same state. Like people do it. Sure. But do I see it? No. So maybe that's why, but I do think it could be fun for her to do like different hairstyles. So yeah, that's something fun. That's something cute. Um, and Rick, Rick, mm, Rick. Rick Tyler, we love to see it. He was like, I'm not Harris anymore. Don't call me that. Because that's the growth we love to see. I want Rick to be with his besties. Period. I, that's all I, I want him to be happy. That's mainly all I want. I want him to be with Beth. I think I made that quite clear. And if those two things happen, I think I'll be great. I do think it's going to be interesting to see. That, this is why I said earlier that I think they're going to have to go back to school. Because Rick did not apply himself because he didn't really care but the thing is he's a genius and so now that he's putting in work everyone thinks he's a cheater and since we started on the last day of school i think we had to go back to school for him to actually face these challenges or else it's not gonna make sense for them to introduce that plot and then not have it go through you know also i think he was leaving that weird with those buckets of fried chicken for justin i think it's very obvious that he was um i don't know what that weird bear thing was because at first i thought that was at first i thought that was like solomon but then i was like didn't he get rid of solomon but why would they think that a janitor is a bear? No, because really, if you didn't watch the show, like, you're kind of confused. And I'm sorry. I don't know how to explain it. Like, go through the whole season. But, you know, I think that it's actually not that hard to explain. So, the person I'm talking about, Sir Justin, was, like, this, like... He had, like, magical, like, memory... Like, he was, like, a part of, like, the round table with Arthur and them, I guess. Or something like that. I don't know. It was weird. I don't even know what was happening last season like that for him at least I, I was kind of confused but just know that he kind of is important and he really likes fried chicken but he kind of went missing so that's why I think that that's who they were cluing in on in the end of the, in the end of the episode speaking of the end of the episode um Cindy who's the ultimate mean girl and she's like a she's not human but like and she's also just really mean like she's really mean um, she's very popular and she kind of went missing for a while her dad was a super villain um and he was like also like a a military experimenter and he like experimented on her i think he actually like created her um yeah so her dad is gone dad could put or so i think i'm pretty sure but cindy is the person who wants to remake the isa which is the injustice society of america um that could be fun. I don't know if she's going to I don't know if she's going to recruit everyone she plans on recruiting. Like I can't imagine Artemis actually being a villain. Uh, but you know, I think it'll be interesting. 
Also, speaking of end of the episode, Green Lantern's daughter. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know much about Green Lantern. Like, I know what he does, or what the Green Lanterns do. But I don't know much about, like, the Green Lantern story. I think that Jade, I think that's what they said her name was, will be interesting. Um, And I'm kind of excited. Overall, I think that the pilot was really good. I'm excited. I feel like they set it up good, or nicely. And I'm excited to see where it's gonna go. Honestly, like, I thought I had so many more thoughts, but I think that's all I have to say. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for listening, and here is my outro. Thank you so much for listening to an episode of Melanated and Educated. If you'd like to hear or see more of me, you can follow me on my social media at the handle Desilobu. D-S-L-I-L-B-O-O. That's Desilobu. And you can also continue to listen to episodes of this podcast. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.